Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and joining me today is Cloda. She's the owner of Sculpt Strong Fitness. She is a fitness and nutrition coach with 15 years experience in the fitness industry, and she helps women age 40 plus to get and keep the body that they want for life without fad dieting or endless amounts of cardio. She focuses on a customized approach to help women to get to their goal. And she teaches them along the way so that they never have to do another program again. She is helping women thrive and not just survive. Cloda, welcome to Fit News today, and thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, I'm excited to chat because we are on the same mission, right? We are. How women get strong and and stay stay strong as they age to age successfully, right? Yes, absolutely. To age successfully and to age, you know, gracefully and be strong whilst they're doing it as well. Right, right. And and embrace it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Embrace getting older. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Um, Because I feel like, you know, we can... We can look at age in in different ways, but a lot of women fear are fearful of getting older, but we should embrace it and, you know, be more sort of embracing the whole journey of getting older. And it's like a privilege to get older rather than being afraid of it. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. It, it is our privilege and our honor, right, to do so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, why don't we get started with um, your journey in fitness and, you know, just tell us about you and how did this all start and where did you begin? And then where did um, Sculpt Strong Fitness come from? <laughs> no problem, Jen. So I wasn't always into fitness at all. Um, I mean, I came out of university with a computer science degree. <laughs> um, <laughs> extra weight that university actually brings to us all because you're yeah. drinking and you're eating and you're not eating the best food. So um, I'd never, ever sat in, in my feet inside a gym before I was 21. Yeah. Um I didn't have a very healthy diet, as I said at the time, and I wanted to lose the uni weight that I had put on. Um, um, and it really all just started by me actually joining a gym, um, which I was so intimidated to do because I'd never been in that environment. So it was really mm-hmm. alien to me. Yeah. Um, and as yeah. a result of me getting healthy and me getting fit and all the benefits that I saw that going to the gym, eating better brought to me like more energy, better sleep, all of the good things that you get from being healthy. I right. decided then 
this is something that I want to do. I want to actually learn how to teach other people how they can feel great like this as well. So mm-hmm. I actually went and got myself certified then um, as a personal train- trainer and then a nutrition yeah. coach. Um, and then over the years, I've developed my qualifications and my skills as a women's specific coach. Um, yeah. And alongside my main job, which I did for 14 years uh, as an IT specialist, um, I did personal training on the side. So it was like a temporary thing. Um, so I had worked in gyms. I had my own brick and mortar gym. I had my own spin studio for wow. um, just over a year as well. So I've been working in the industry and in different parts of the industry for about 15, 15 to 16. 16 years now um and then I decided during the pandemic that this is something that I actually wanted to pursue full-time so yeah. I quit my job um after having my second daughter I didn't go back after maternity I said this is enough this is it um I'm gonna focus on what I love doing is helping women yeah. and and that's when I quit the job full-time and I went full on into my online business from about the pandemic so that's about what 2019 or so yeah um so yeah, so I've been doing it online since then, uh, full time. That is so wonderful. It's so wonderful that you recognize that you have this gift and that now you're going to go out and share that gift with others. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I yeah. saw the benefits it brought to me and the right. benefits of strength training because I was always very much into doing a lot of spin training and a lot yeah. of cardio. And then it wasn't until I started lifting weights that I seen the benefits and the changes that it brought to my body composition. But not only that, just being strong to be able to do different things and lift things right. and carry things. Yeah. And it gives you so much more confidence, I think, when you lift weights as well. So right. I just want to get women off the cardio wheel and getting more women lifting weights and getting strong. <laughs> that is my yeah. mission. Yes, I love it. And there's a few things that I want to dissect that you mentioned in there, and I've written them down so we don't forget, so we can go back to them. The first one, I want to go back to the the gym intimidation, because I feel like that is something that so many women tend to struggle with. Absolutely. It's a big one. Um, And a lot of my clients who come to me would, first of all, struggle with actually setting foot inside the gym um I think it's a lot of I think it actually is something that can hold a lot of women back um is fear of actually going into the gym because they feel like it's full of all these really fit healthy people who aren't like them who feel like they don't fit in there when they absolutely do and I think we need to change that narrative that women do have their place in the gym and it is getting better but I still feel like women do feel intimidated um mm-hmm. to, to step inside the gym um but i i would say to people who are intimidated by that um just you know start at home if it's too intimidating mm-hmm. to go into the gym get comfortable in the moves that you know the strength training moves that you want to do and right. then as you more comfortable at home and build up the 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 form and the exercises you can move into the gym then um and maybe even go with a friend if it's hard to go on your own Right. all those kinds of things and definitely it's 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 not an environment to feel intimidated by and I understand a lot of women do um because once you start repeating the reps and going and going and going it gets that wee bit easier as well and mm-hmm. um, definitely I mean how many times have you done something for the first time like your first time you went to school or the first time you went for a new job yeah. like we all have these histories of things that we've done for the first time and we build them up on our heads and they're worse than they actually are <laughs> 
Um, so you've got evidence there that you can do the things that you feel like you might not be able to do. So I would always say to people, you know, think of a time when you found it hard to do something for the first time, but you did yeah. it anyway. And it wasn't as bad as you thought it was. Um, so that would be a bit of advice I would give to women who feel intimidated going into the gym. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or even with strength training, because I know many women are intimidated also by just strength training in general, because... Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't know, you know, how to do it correctly, or they think they don't know how to do it correctly, or, you know, they have a fear of getting hurt or, uh, you know, just a a myriad of fears regarding it. So, so then because of those fears, they just don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's about getting the right form and technique. Um, It's starting off with what you've got so if you've mm-hmm. never done strength training before it's really important to start off getting the form correctly just by doing body weight exercises as well right. um and then as you progress to lifting the weights maybe enlist help from someone who actually knows how to show you the movements whether that be like a personal trainer at your local gym or whatever just get some help in order to show you how to do the correct form and the proper form and you know i think when women think about lifting weights they're always thinking of like bodybuilders and lifting really heavy which you don't need to start off heavy you start off as a foundation level and then you build on that as well so yes definitely the fear that women have around lifting weights as well and they also have this fear of getting bulky (laughs) which is yeah (laughs) Yeah. I hear a lot of women saying that to me that they feel like they're going to get bulky and they don't want to look that bulky look but it's just not possible because our physical makeup isn't like that um so yeah so getting rid of that myth that you're going to get bulky is really important as well I feel Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the other thing you mentioned was confidence and I have had many clients tell me this as well that you know after they've been doing their strength training they're feeling stronger and now they're doing things that they used to maybe have to ask their partner to help them with uh, you know to lift something or to you know do these other tasks that they didn't used to do and now they can. And so now they have this whole new uh, confidence. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely brings you confidence. That's one thing I will say is that because I think we have this blockage that we might not be able to lift the weight because they think that it's too heavy. But then Mm -hmm. when we do it, it's like, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe I just did that well, what else can I do that I previously thought I wasn't able to do? Um, I mean, I've worked with clients before who have actually asked for promotions, quit jobs that they've hated working in because they just thought it's what they do. It's bringing the money in, but they were miserable. So they had then the confidence from training through strength training to change other areas of their life that they were miserable in. And that's just unbelievable. Like that, that, purely through lifting weights they got the confidence to do the things that they would never otherwise have done and I think that that's the power that can come with actually lifting weights that it's not just physical power that you get it's like the mental shift that you get as well Mm -hmm. in your confidence as well so it's not to be underestimated (laughs) right right yeah it's harnessing uh that power right that we that we gain through strength training Absolutely. It's, it's, it's all about harnessing the power, the power of the mind, the power of the body. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's unbelievable what you can actually achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, it, it is all connected, right? <laughs> 100%. 
100%. The body, the body will do what the mind tells mm-hmm. it to do as well. Because yeah. again, those self-limiting beliefs come in if you have yeah. self-limiting beliefs and you'll stop yourself from doing things. Um, but yeah, this here controls everything else. <laughs> right. Yeah. The body, the body achieves what the, what the mind believes, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and that is so true. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, um, because I feel like especially those women that are 40 plus um, have kind of grown up with the calorie restriction, right? Mm-hmm. As their main way of uh, whether it's losing weight or maintaining weight or whatever. Uh, and the idea of eating as little as possible, right? Is that, are, are you seeing the same thing? Yes. You, you are actually working in, in your you're across the pond. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm 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 in Ireland. I should have said that at the start. <laughs> I'm in Ireland. Um and yes, absolutely. It is 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 the same mentality that women think that the only way that they can lose weight is by eating little amount of calories as possible, mm-hmm. doing as much cardio as possible. They're afraid to eat, which couldn't be further from the truth because right. I see a lot of women me saying oh I'm eating 1200 calories why am I not losing any weight so 1200 calories is really what a toddler should be eating in a day um we need more than that um I mean to average of 2000 for like active women is what I would be saying um and when I change my clients you know when I give them what they should be eating and how much they should be eating they're always shocked to say oh my goodness I cannot eat this amount of food um and I'm like, yes, you can. And, you know, this is what you need to be eating in order to actually lose the weight. And they cannot believe that by eating more, then they actually start to lose weight because right. their body is actually getting what it needs. So it's right. letting go of all the body fat. But yes, right. I definitely feel that the message is still out there that in order to lose weight, you need to eat as little as possible and move as much as possible, which couldn't be further from the truth because we're damaging our metabolisms by doing that. Right. You know, we're not eating enough. We're not supporting the activities that we're doing. Our hormones are getting imbalanced. Our metabolism is downregulating. It's getting slower. We're holding on to body fat rather than supplying the body with what it needs so it feels safe. The hormones are balanced. Um, and lifting weights as well. It's so important to be lifting weights to get that metabolic rate up as well so that you're in a fat burning state even though you're not exercising where and as you know cardio doesn't provide the same benefit you burn the calories when you're doing the cardio but when you're at rest you wouldn't be burning as much as if you were weightlifting so yes 100 percent um the idea of not eating very much and moving more it's still there and i think a lot of women do struggle with the fact that they need to eat more in order to lose more Right. Well, because I, I believe, you know, once you're 40, it, it's really been ingrained in you for so many years, right? That yeah. this is the way you do it. And you had success with it in the past, yeah. maybe, you know, but yeah. It, it, and when we are talking about eating more, I think we need to make, we're not eating more of everything. I, and I hate to, <laughs> I, I hate to label food, you know, so that's why I'm kind of struggling yeah. here, but um, you know, we're not just eating the less nutritious food. We are talking about eating more protein. We're talking about eating more fiber. We're talking yes. about eating more fruits and vegetables and, and the good things. We're not talking about having more cookies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, and not, we're also not saying you cannot have that. Absolutely not. But we need to be, we need to be making sure that. Yeah, absolutely. Throw it in here and there, but the the main basis of your diet should be from whole whole foods, whole nutritious foods that are going to support your hormones. Um, so like especially for women, as you said, post forty, especially women going into perimenopause, your protein needs need to be higher. Um, you know, so you should be having a good amount of protein with each meal and basing your meals around your protein and even your snacks around your protein as well because as we age obviously our muscle mass decreases and we can be in quite a catabolic state and if we're not providing our bodies with enough protein then we're going to even further lose our muscle mass as well so um it's about holding on to that muscle as we get older because it's harder as you get older to hold on to it you have to sort of fight for it so yeah, eating the right protein, eating the right carbohydrates. Don't be afraid of carbohydrates. That's another one. Women are so afraid oh, of carbohydrates. Yes, yes. When we talk about yes. carbohydrates, you know, that are bad, so-called for you, we're talking right. about like processed things, like like white bread, like cookies, like cakes. Those are the kinds of things that you want to kind of avoid or eat very seldom. But right. introduce more of the whole carbohydrates like your potatoes your rice your pasta quinoa all those kinds of good things that are going to provide you with balanced nutrient dense meals that are going to stop you from snacking in between the meals as well on the sweet yeah. stuff and um, right. that's going to sustain throughout the day um, and keep your hormones balanced keep your mood balanced all of these things they equate to everything working in harmony and you getting good mm-hmm. sleep at night as well um right. so yes when we talk about eating more, we're not just saying, yeah, eat whatever you want, eat as much yeah. as you want. It has to be balanced as well, with obviously the odd treat thrown in here and there, because, you know, right. we have to live right. <laughs> as well. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, but I mean, you you are correct. I think you hit the nail on the head with, you know, carbs have been demonized in many different um, fad diets. And so then they are now feared, but in reality, we need those carbs for energy. Oh, yes. Provided we're having the right type of carbs, right? Absolutely. The right type of carbs. You know, there's, yeah. there's uh, the low and slow carbs. So like your potatoes, your your pasta, your rice, all those kinds of things that take longer to digest, mm-hmm. that are fiber in them, um, as opposed to, you know, your your baked goods your donuts all of the the nice things that we enjoy eating um yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah and you know it's interesting how you'll find that if you do start to fill your diet with the more nutritious things how you really don't want the other stuff as much you don't crave it as much you don't have that that uh you know oh i need to have this it's gone because you're giving your body what it needs. Yeah, absolutely. You're giving your body what it needs as well, but as well as like you're feeding the good bacteria in your gut. Right. And when you eat those kinds of things that are sweet and sugary, you're creating like an environment for those gut bacteria to live in your gut that crave those things. So it's mm-hmm. actually the gut mind connection is really important oh, as well. If you're yeah. eating loads of sugary things and you're populating your, your gut with those kinds of bacteria that's going to ask you for those things that's going to make you crave those things so I think that's a really good thing that you said there when you change your diet to include the more whole foods then the gut microbiome flips so it's going to be gut microbiome that's going to populate that's going to allow you to crave the more healthier foods and you'll find that you won't be craving the sweet things as much as well so yeah Jen that's a good point there as well 
Yeah. Yeah. And the gut is the gateway to our health, right? It's the gateway to better health and and optimal health. So if we take care of that and if, and, and if we're feeding it, you know, sugar all the time, then it just wants more and more and more and it can never get enough. So the more you feed it, the more it wants it. Exactly. Yes. So if you, if you're, if you are struggling with sugar cravings all the time, adding in that protein, right? Getting Mm -hmm. in those good carbs is going to help reduce those cravings. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're getting a balanced meal, you're getting everything that the body needs. Plus the the extra protein is going to keep you fuller for longer as well. So you'll not find like you're needing the sugar high to keep you, you know, satiated or to give you the energy that you need. You're getting it from the food. Right, right. And so often, you know, going back to that calorie restriction we were talking about, so often when women do do the calorie restriction, what happens is they end up eating not enough protein, right? The first thing to go in the calorie restriction is the protein. So, yes. you know, you wonder why you're struggling when I'm only eating 1200 calories. Why aren't I? Well, <laughs> you've cut the most important <laughs> part out. <laughs> exactly. And now you're yeah, losing I mean, muscle because you you're not holding yeah. on to it. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you are in a calorie deficit, you do actually need to make sure that your protein needs are met in order for your body not to use the muscle for energy, because obviously muscles are really expensive tissue. Um, and when you are in, in like such a deficit, then your body will say, this muscle is too expensive for me to keep, then I'm just going to use it. You know, it's going to take energy from the muscle. It's going to deplete the muscle because it's too expensive to keep. So it's like, I don't need this right now. I need the calories for energy. And then you're further losing your muscle mass and and, an increase in your fat mass in the whole calorie deficit thing as well, because you're not giving the body enough protein. Right. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. What is one area, if you could give advice to, you know, the 40 plus woman, obviously the strength training protein, is there anything else you would share with that 40 plus woman who is struggling? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for a lot of women 40 plus, I think that stress can be a big issue mm-hmm. for a lot of women. And especially because you may have some children that you're looking after as well. You're trying to run your job. You're trying to run the household. So you're organizing everybody else. You've got all this stress. You're trying to fit this in, that in, running kids here, running kids there. Um, and I think that that stress can build up and build up and build up. And I think it's really important to have something that you can do to offset that stress. Because I feel like we're so stressed, we're chronically stressed. Again, coming back to eating, this can mm-hmm. actually trigger some women to emotionally eat. Right. Um, this can actually trigger some women to eat more than that they need because the the thing that they're going for is maybe chocolate or wine or something like that, just to mm-hmm. de-stress and yeah. unwind. So I think it's about finding other ways other than food to help us de-stress and mm-hmm. unwind and to feel like we can just calm ourselves down again is really important whether that be 
just spend time and blocking out time for yourself and not feeling guilty about it, especially as mums. We always kind of feel guilty, I think, about taking time right. for ourselves because yeah. I think women just tend to forget about themselves and then they're stressed out and maybe even a wee bit resentful sometimes that they don't get time for themselves. So it's maybe about trying to bring those stress levels down as well because they are not going to help you on your fat loss journey because yeah. a stress out body is not letting go of body fat because right. your brain uses that security blanket. Mm-hmm. absolutely so I think if we can work on trying to get our stress levels down as much as possible whether that be meditation going for a walk even doing some yoga even yeah. if it's something that you enjoy doing other than food um to take that stress level down I think that would be really really important for women to do yeah that's great advice and you know as as we're you're talking about that you know you mentioned that you know these women are pulled in so many different directions and then they might say well how am I supposed to have time for that? It doesn't have to be like an hour time commitment. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's where it gets lost. It, it, whatever yeah. this is, sometimes that might be, you know, five minutes, you lock yourself yeah. in your closet or something just for quiet, you know, and, quiet time and yeah. just to breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 10, 15 minutes walk around the block. If it's something right. that can enter you down um, yeah. rather than for you going, uh, oh, I've just had a really stressful day. I'm just going to crack open the bottle of wine, which uh-huh. tends to be a big one for women in their 40s. Um, yes. and even, like some clients in the past have said, you know, oh, all I just want to do is open the bottle of wine at night because I'm just so stressed out after my mm-hmm. day. And it's about finding other outlets for that stress. And I suppose as well, managing that stress throughout the day so that doesn't build up and build up and build up so that at the end of the evening, you've got nothing left. And your only thing to do is to reach for a bottle of wine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. It's about trying to find other ways to offset that stress that you let build up the day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go back to that about the, you know, the women and grabbing the bottle of wine, because I I think that that is very, very common. Mm -hmm. And I have seen many success stories of women who said, I'm not doing that anymore. And the turnaround for them in their health not just their weight, but in their overall health is tremendous. So yes. can you speak to that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times I do feel like um, women do tend to sh- to go to either, it's either alcohol or it's either like something really sugar, really sweet, like mm-hmm. chocolate or ice cream that could be sitting right. in an ice cream tub. But yes, if... <laughs> alcohol is your go-to definitely because alcohol has such a detrimental effect on the body it's it's really a toxin as well and if your efforts to get healthier or lose body weight you know if that's one of your goals then alcohol is going to offset that um alcohol is a toxin and it's going to affect every area of your body it's going to affect your brain all of those things so i think that the shifts the mindset shifts around alcohol i'm not saying that you have to cut it out you can absolutely have a glass or two a week but as we right. age alcohol definitely does have its effects on our bodies right. and our composition mm-hmm. um and women who drink do tend to have higher percentage of body fat than women who do not um, just because of the effects that it actually has on the body. So mm-hmm. I think from a health standpoint, um, if that is your go-to, um, 
maybe think about reducing that and cutting it down um, or even cutting it out if you can just to, to see how your body changes without yeah. the alcohol because you don't need it. It is it is a toxin in your body. I mean, myself, I used to drink alcohol, but I, I haven't drank since I was in my 20s. But um, yeah. I noticed yeah. for me anyway, it was really inhibiting, even back then, inhibiting me from training properly, mm-hmm. um, making good decisions around food when you're drinking alcohol as well. Mm-hmm. So it does have an knock-on effect to all, all of those things and it affects your sleep as well. A lot of women oh, think, yeah. oh, I'm going to have a drink to help me sleep. Yeah, and you might just missed right there. Yeah, you might yeah. initially think that it's going to help you sleep, but it actually disrupts your sleep, your deep sleep patterns throughout the night. Um, So you may think that you're getting a good night's sleep, but you're actually not. And you might actually wake up feeling maybe a wee bit hungover because you had alcohol and you didn't get a deep sleep. Yeah. So it has such a detrimental effect. Um, And I would say if you don't really need it, then 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 don't take it. Um, yeah. But if it is something that you turn to, maybe it's something to sort of, cut down a wee bit I think Mm -hmm. would be my advice because yes you can enjoy a drink or two but you don't need to drink the whole bottle (laughs) right yeah yeah or every night yeah Yeah. absolutely oh good is there anything that we missed that you wanted to add to our conversation women um 40 and beyond they've kind of been like the cash cow of the fitness Mm -hmm. industry and they've kind of been given a lot of misinformation over the years about how to lose weight and how to actually um burn body fat and all of these things and i think that there's a lot of companies out there even still with their own agendas Mm -hmm. who target our age group because our age group maybe have the funds to be able to spend on things Uh fitness related health related and there is a lot of companies out there who for their own benefit are are selling things to women that they don't actually need like all these shakes and pills like I'm totally anti all of those kinds of things because if you want to improve your body composition or get healthier it can all be done through food and through exercise and through your mindset as well and you don't need all these pills and potions that all of these (laughs) snake oil salesmen are selling you yeah so yeah that's one of the things I did want to say is that there's so much much misleading information out there um so i think it's really important to follow people and listen to people who are giving you the right information if if there's something that sounds too good to be true out there it usually is you know there's no magic pill that you can take and you do have to put the work in to get the results that you're looking for and you have to make some changes as well and And sacrifices you know there there have to be sacrifices right absolutely if, if, if currently you know you're not you're staying up late if currently you're, you know, having ice cream every night, if currently you're having lots of wine every night, if currently, you know, you're not moving your body. Yes, absolutely. You're going to have to change those, that. And, you know, yeah, in order to see changes, results. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You need to make changes. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You do have yeah. to make changes. And the changes are up to you to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can give all the advice that you want out there, but if the person ultimately doesn't really want to do it, then they're never actually going to do it. So right. you right. have to be a force for change in your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely there is changes to be made if you're not happy with the way you are, the way your mm-hmm. body looks, all of these things, and get help from the right people right. who can give you proper advice. As yeah. I said, there's no yeah. magic pill out there. No, and that's and and I think with 
in, in talking about the magic pill, you know, the magic pill would be overnight, right? And yes, you and I both know that strength training is not overnight. Strength training is years of consistency. Years it's not even one year of consistency. No, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's not. I mean, let's, let's five, 10 it years. It it's <laughs> yeah. many years of consistency, which is why so often, you know, people throw the towel in, right? Well, I've been doing this exactly. for six months and I haven't seen results. Well, and it's not working. And it's not yeah. working. Well, it is, but you it, it's going to take time. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. a good point there, Jen. I mean, a lot of women are in this for the end result. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women are in it for, oh, I'm going to do this for six months and then I can go back to the way I used to do things. Right. It has to become part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It has to become part of your identity because yeah. if you're in it, for the long game you've got to be in it for the long game and not sort of have this sense of urgency around getting to Perfect. the scale weight that you're looking for or the sense of urgency of getting to the size that you want to be uh-huh. shift your focus to getting strong shift your focus to getting healthier and yeah. then you will start to see the results come when you remove the timeline. I think mm-hmm. removing the timeline is a big one. And be in it for life because you're here yeah. for a long time. So you may as well live it vibrantly and live a long and healthy life rather than just existing, being ill because you have all these ailments. So that's one of the things I would say is be in it for the long game. Yeah, yeah. Hence your motto, right? Helping women thrive and not just survive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we should be thriving 40 and beyond. We shouldn't just yep. be surviving through yeah. perimenopause and menopause. And, you know, you will weather that storm that wee bit better if you mm-hmm. are fit and healthy and you're lifting right. weights and you're active. Right. Yeah. 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 You'll mitigate just it. those symptoms. I love it. Well, Kuda, we appreciate you taking the time today <laughs> to join us and to share and to Thank chat. You. Where can yeah. our listeners find you? Yeah, Jen. So um, you can find me at SculptStrong underscore fitness on Instagram. And that's the best place to find me, Jen. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time today. And thank you for listening to Fit News. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live-streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.